Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. So this week is our Halloween episode, so happy Halloween. Thank you, Michelle. That's my scary ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Halloween, everyone. And this week, we have a special guest. Debbie from Debbie Alaska. Hello. Hello. I hope you don't mind I used your last name, but that's, that's everyone calls that's, you that's Debbie Dean. Yeah. That's all right. That's really call you. one name. Yeah, it is. I can't call you anything else. I know, right? I think I even like introduced you to Joel as Debbie Dean. I was like, Debbie Dean, Debbie Dean, Debbie Dean. Anyway, sorry. It's a good, it's a good name combo. Yeah. There is a song about her <gasps> that I still have on CD somewhere. Oh, the yeah. Debbie Dean song. The Debbie Dean song. How did that go? It wasn't like Debbie, De- Debbie, 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 Debbie Dean, Dean or something. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. It was, yes, it's, it was a, very, it's a very good song. May have to let you listen. Have to listen to it someday. I will. I want to. I know. That sounds delightful. Yeah. We'll find it. Yes. I know. I have it at the house somewhere because I would never have thrown that away. <laughs> that is staying with me forever. <laughs> so we are shaking things up because Michelle actually has a story. I know. Time, so I do I, not. So. I dusted off the old notebook yeah. and here we go. So Michelle's gonna go second, and you're gonna yeah. go first, Debbie. Yes. So, those, oh wait, no, what are we drinking, Debbie? Oh, what yeah. drink did you suggest? We are drinking a candy corn cocktail. Ooh. Candy corn Ooh. cocktail. These were pretty tasty. So it was uh, whipped vodka, sour mix, sweet and sour mix, pineapple juice, and then we shook all that up, and then you pour that into a glass, and then you put a little drizzle of grenadine in so it sinks to the bottom. So you have two layers of like an orange and then a lighter orange, and then you top the whole thing with whipped cream. So by the time you're done, it looks like a delightful candy corn. Yes. And we drank the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> and they're quite yummy. Yeah, they're very tasty. I think that is our third shaker full. Is and it that our shaker third? was so full we couldn't even hardly fit ice in it. So oh, okay. we have almost killed the entire bottle of whipped vodka. It's very sweet. But I'm it's very good. I'm it's like spitting tasty. everywhere. That's how this day is going. Okay. And they look wonderful. They do the, look the wonderful. Layers. The layers, yeah. Like they the look layers. great. They're perfect for Halloween, so well done, Debbie. <laughs> and they are very drinkable, so well done again. Yeah. <laughs> and this will be posted before Halloween, so you can have this at your own Halloween party. That's right. Ooh. Are you doing yeah. much Halloween partying this year, Caitlin? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm doing Sober October. That's oh, yeah, that's right. So, no. No, I am. No. On to Debbie. No. no one cares. No, on Halloween is, <laughs> is, the, is, is the day I can start drinking again. We're oh, doing, Halloween day? Yeah, we're doing 30 days. So, the 31st. It's on. It's, it's on. on, like, Donkey Kong. Yeah. So, we recorded this all in September, so I can, <laughs> so you can have your stupid Sober October. I know. It's, okay. We can enjoy the drink. All right. That's right. See? I can redo it. I can rehab it. Okay, anyway. Save it. No one's having it. All right, Debbie, paint us the picture of your story. All right, so since I'm from Alaska, I'm going to tell you a story, Alaskan story. All right, okay. This is about a a hunter. What? November 1999 on Kodiak Island. Kodiak Island, okay. Okay. 
two hunters um, were going hunting for deer. So oh. wait, where is Kodiak Island? Is that like off the coast of Alaska somewhere? It is. It's, it is kind of southwest from Anchorage. I'm trying to think how many miles from Anchorage it is. So is it on the mainland, like no. Alaska, though? No. No, you have to fly or take a boat to get there. Oh, geez. Okay. So okay. there's no, you can't drive there. Okay. It's so one of the, it's one of the largest islands in Alaska. It's okay. Big, yeah. Pretty huge island. I guess I never really thought about there's islands on Alaska, but now that I think about it, of course it makes complete sense because you know I can see the map on. Okay, oh, forget okay. it. Yeah, see, cut. <sighs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. All right, so they are going deer hunting. Yes. So, um, so on their hunt, they decide to split up. So the main, the hunter, Gene, his name, Gene Mo. And his partner, they split up. And Gene told his partner, okay, if you hear a gunshot, come find me because I got a deer. Woohoo! And his partner said, okay. So they go their separate ways. So and Gene, it's just the two of them, right? It's just the two of them. Okay. So Gene is, um, he found a deer. He found a black-tailed deer. And in Alaska, Kodiak is the only island that has deer. Oh, oh is that right? Yeah, okay. we don't okay. have deer on the mainland. We have moose, but yeah, there's no deer. Oh, is that right? Yes. I find that very interesting. I would have never guessed. Okay. Huh. So he, he he got his deer. He shot it, killed it. He was sitting there dressing the deer, skinning it. In the process, behind him, a bear <gasps> Oh dear. comes charging him. Is this a Kodiak bear based it, on the name of the island? Yes. It's a, it's a Kodiak <laughs> bear. Are yeah. those like ginormous? Yes. They're like... Grizzly, they're, they're a type of subspecies of a grizzly bear. Oh my oh. gosh. Yeah, so they're huge. They're known, yeah. Kodiak is known for their bears. <laughs> so he's sitting here. He's sitting there dressing his deer. Uh-huh. And out comes a bear charging him. <gasps> oh my God. All he has in his hand is a knife. His rifle's about three feet away from him. So he couldn't get to his rifle. Oh gosh. Because this bear is coming fast <laughs> yes. at him. Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah. So the bear gets to him attacks him so all he could do is take the knife and try to stab the bear with his knife right I so, see. He's, okay. so he's stabbing the bear he's stabbing the bear the bear bites down him on his shoulder his arms and then somehow he i think he gets a knife in his in the bear's mouth oh, wow. oh my gosh <laughs> i know i'm like the poor bear <laughs> You know, I imagine the... stabbing a bear would probably have very little impact, though, yeah. Because I mean, there's so much skin, and I, I mean, maybe know. not. But no, it's it's is I wouldn't recommend it. You would not <laughs> recommend stabbing the bear. No. So the bear, this bear weighed about 750 pounds. <gasps> oh my gosh! So just like you know, the bear is huge, 750 pounds. Um, they weigh what their length is about eight feet, seven, eight, six to eight feet. So this, so this is a large bear just towering over him, <laughs> right. but he's just sadly trying to stab, stab him stab with the bear. his little dressing knife. It's probably not little, but it's not a switchblade, but I doubt it's like a chef's knife or something. I don't know. I like <laughs> no, no, Oh, do you have a picture? I do have a picture of the knife. <laughs> the knife. Perfect. Oh. It, is, it is a buck knife. Oh, okay. Okay. So it is kind of like it's a, a po- It's a pocket knife. That you need to use skinning the deer with. And this oh, is what gosh. he had. Oh, wow. So, so that's not... Knife. Is that, like, bear fur sticking out? Is that uh, I think that picture? So. I think so. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a knife. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, little knife. Little, little knife. Bear. Big bear. Big bear. So he's stabbing. So he's stabbing. He's stabbing the bear. The bear releases, you know, and it comes back at him. So he grabs a hold of him, trying to do like, a, what, I guess, a bulldog grizzly thing, still trying to fight. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. Rolling on around. Um, so the, the, does the bear, like, have him in a big bear hug at this point? No, I think he's biting. No, he was trying to hold, stab him. Yeah. Oh, so the, the bear is, like, still just biting but him, him, and he's, he's just, just stabbing, stabbing away. away. And then at one point, the bear lets go, but comes back at him. And then he says, come on, bear. The Lord is on my side. So he knows. <laughs> I've got Jesus with me. So he knows he's Good pretty much luck. at this point. He knows he has to fight. He's all uh-huh. bent up all over the place. Oh, man. Nothing else. So he's like, okay, we're going, going at it. We're going toe to toe now. <laughs> and, uh, you know, after the stabbing, had the knife stabbing on him. So the bear comes at him. And from what I've read... Gene looked at, he knows that most bears are right-handed. Oh, okay. So That's weird. So as the bear is trying to swap at him, he kind of ducks. And then all he can do is punch uh-huh. the bear, bear in the nose. Oh. And then eventually the bear falls over from all the stabbings. Oh, I do feel like the worst person because the, who I'm feeling bad for is bear. not poor Gene. It's the bear. Oh. I'm like, oh, the bear's taking oh. quite a beating. Oh, you should see the man. Oh, <laughs> it was really bad. Oh, was it really okay. bad? Yeah, it was really oh. bad. So it the was, bear finally falls. He finally falls. It was really bad. The he like the bear pretty much tore all his muscles out of his <gasps> arm. Oh like, gosh. So it was. It was. Yeah. It was so he bad. was he tore was, up from the was, flora. He was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty much. I kind of oh, have a picture. Oh my goodness. Those yeah. are. Oh yikes! Wow. So you know, even though he fought, yeah, the bear got, yeah, the bear maybe got a better piece of him. Then, that yeah. is a very large scar on his arm. Yeah, yikes! Yeah, I appreciate your pictures and visual <laughs> aids, Debbie. So there's a picture. Yeah, his arm took all the yeah pulled muscle out of his arms and thighs, and so it's pretty. So was it him punching him in the nose that really I think kind of deterred the no, bear? No, she said he like succumbed to the. The, the stabbings. Yeah, so at one point. Oh, yeah, I so, missed yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, it's so all the stabbings, and that's probably where the. Point. I bet he was covered in blood. Yeah. And so after, so he he laid down and said, I said, thank you, Lord, and laid down for a while. He didn't, and he didn't know how long he was there. Oh, so wow. So where is his friend at this point? His friend was nowhere in, in sight. Okay. But you he heard to. the shot, though, because he I, killed the deer, right? He said, yeah. if you hear a shot, come find me. Yeah, so he must have been here, here the oh. shot. He yeah. probably saw the whole situation and was like, that looks scary. I'm just going <laughs> to go back to hunting. So, no, so after he, he woke up, he had to walk about two miles for help. Oh, my <gasps> God. Okay, so he did he just pass out? Or he was just exhausted. He just needed to sleep. Probably a little bit both. both I, yeah. That, that's my guess. It's yeah, probably it's lost both. some blood at this point. Yeah. I'd be afraid to fall asleep. Yeah. That the bear was going to just come back at no, you. No, I was going to die from blood loss. Oh, yeah. I would probably be scared <laughs> of that, too. <laughs> I guess my muscles are all tore all about. And it was cold, so it was no, November, so about 20 degrees. So oh, wow. Cold. So was okay. it snowing yet at that there point? Was, when... I think there was snow. So how many feet of snow do you get a year where you are? Uh, a gazillion. Varies. It seems like probably a gazillion. <laughs> maybe, not, <laughs> maybe, not, maybe not that much snow. It depends on where you live. Um, 
let's see. Like, Nasher. are you driving in snow all winter? We do um, snow and ice, but oh. it varies. It varies. We might get a feet here, and then might not snow for a few days, or we might mm. get a couple feet, and then we might not have any more snow for the rest for a while, or it might snow every day. <laughs> <laughs> it varies. Oh, thank God it doesn't snow a lot here. That's true. It I don't think I would handle it well. It varies. So he wakes up and walks two miles, you said? Two miles. Um, he thinks that another bear was stalking him. Oh. You know, because they can, bears have a good oh, scent. Yeah. yeah. Probably but, smelled the blood mm-hmm. and was like, what's going on here? Right. Mm-hmm. But he finally made it back. He found, made it to the Coast Guard and they airlifted him out. Oh my gosh. Wow. Um, yeah. Could you imagine like that guy knocking on the door? Hey guys, I could use some help here. And he just tore all over the place. And Light had, marks. Yeah, it's just crazy. He had um, seven hours of surgery, <gasps> two skin grafts, Aww. one month of rehab, and over 500 stitches. Oh my gosh. 500 stitches. That's a lot. I had like 12 right here, and I thought that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he had a lot, yeah. Dang. I'm kind of coming away with I never want to be attacked by a bear. No, ever. you don't. <laughs> oh my no. gosh. No. But they do say if a bear attacks you, you should fight. That's oh, you should fight? You because should fight. I've heard you should play dead. No. So that's not. No, they used to. There was one time they did say that, but now they say if you're attacked by a bear, fight. Fight him. Mm-hmm. Punch him in the face. Do whatever you can because that's your best way for you to survive is to fight. Wow. Well, I don't know if you remember our trip to Crater Lake way back in the day. but I do. We went on this damn camping trip that was essentially just doomed from the start. Uh-huh. Like, the first part of it, Debbie's like, I found these hot springs in this book and we should go see it. And we're like, Amy and I were like, yeah, all right. <laughs> so we end up on this like crazy small road that's like a gravel road. And we're like getting out of the car and we're like, where the fuck are we? We're like, who even knows? And I'm just like freaking out because all I can think of is deliverance. And next thing I know, people are going to be like coming down trying to tell us we're pretty and, you know, do who knows what to us. So I'm like, get in the damn car. So we finally make it to the parking lot where these stupid hot springs are. Uh-huh. And we go off on this hike. And we're like, la, la, la. And we're just hiking forever and forever and forever. And we're like, the hot springs cannot be this far away. Uh-huh. And finally, after like how many hours of hiking? Like oh, two hours maybe? Not even that. <laughs> Two hours. Maybe ten minutes. No. No. Ten. Are you talking? We were fucking crossing felled trees. By the end of it, I had like bloody blisters. No, it was not fucking ten minutes. Not it for one second. Yeah. Cause she knows it was it was yeah. a long time. It was at least an hour. No, it was no, at least no. an hour. No, because we walked like forever away. Okay. Maybe, maybe thirty minutes. Okay. Maybe 30 These minutes. bitches don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> So, 30 we minutes. finally... She said 30 minutes. No. No. <laughs> so, well, 30 maybe minutes out and then 30 minutes back after we decided that we were going the wrong way. And so we see this sign and it's like, trail this way, 20 miles. Trail to the hot springs, quarter mile. And so we had just turned going the wrong way. So we oh. decided to go back 
And we're like, well, we're going to go to the hot springs. Yeah. So, again, at this point, my heels are bleeding because I wore the wrong shoes. Apparently. I've got bloody blisters. And I think at this point I've already fallen and I've got, like, scrapes and everything. And so we go up the correct trail after... Uh -huh. I know it was a long time. It was more than a fucking half hour, both of you two. Um, so we we go up and we see this couple and I was like, oh my God, are these hot springs worth it? And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we finally get up to these hot springs and there's all these old men who are rather large just like beaching themselves next to these hot springs, completely naked. So it was like eight old men and this one like younger boy, I don't know what. And so we dip a toe in and we fucking haul ass out. And we ended up getting lost somehow on the way back to the car. I don't know how. We took a wrong turn. But we went to the lake. We saw a beautiful river. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So we finally, we make it back to the car. We go to Crater Lake and we go to this like little lecture in the beginning and the ranger station at the, they're like, and we haven't seen a bear in 40 years wow. in this area. Okay. And we're like, well, thank God. So we put up our tent. We're camping. It's the middle of the night. Debbie gets up to go to the bathroom. And she comes back and she's like, I saw a bear. And we're like, Debbie, you did not see a bear. I saw something. I did see something out there. <laughs> she is like convinced that she's seen this bear. And we're like, you did not see a bear. It's been 40 years since they last years. saw a bear. But you saw something. I did see. There was something out there. There was definitely something. I think it was probably a bush. <laughs> we barely made it out with our lives. No, there was so nothing. <laughs> no, that was a fun trip, but it was, had a lot of craziness going on. Well, see, I've never been to a hot springs like that before yeah and i've never, never been to a hot springs well don't go because oh. it's all nude all the time you know what i'm saying yeah. a little little forest creatures emerging from their nests <laughs> yeah well oregon has the clothing is optional <laughs> for the hot springs so i was not aware of that at that time oh uh, debbie took us out on a lot of lot of adventures sounds like it <laughs> sounds like a good time but she didn't see a bear that's all I'm saying. You don't know what she saw. Yeah, it wasn't was... a bear. <laughs> it was a bear. Bear was... over there. <laughs> and tennis shoes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, if you ever come across a bear and fight. it attacks you, okay. you fight. Well, you want to try to get away, slowly walk away, make yourself look as big as you can before, and then slowly say, hey, bear, and slowly back away. <laughs> hey, hey, bear. bear. <laughs> <laughs> But it gets to you. <laughs> Just beat the shit out of it. All right, oh, well, that's my good goodness. to know. Yeah. Good to Not the fetal position. and. That's no. what I always saw. You should just play dead. So thank you, Debbie. Yeah. In that's, case. Yeah, that has been the newest. Um, that's the update. That's how to survive. Yes. Okay. okay. That's that's good to know because you never know. Speaking of what, I have a bear story. My One of my co-workers was hiking with his wife and um they came across a bear and he had the gun because he did sometimes take bear spray or or some type of weapon with you what's in bear spray i wonder it's like, bear it's like is it like mace or, or something like but a lot stronger 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Very potent. Yes. So if you ever use spirit spray, you have to be aware of the wind direction of the wind. <laughs> so it doesn't come right back at you. <laughs> and they actually have to be pretty close to what, like 20 feet in front of you. Oh. So a reach. Yeah. By that but point, I, guess, yeah. I will but have does, forgotten that there's bear spray in my pocket. But be. if they're charging at you, you can use it. And it does work in some situations. Okay. Well, sometimes it does work and sometimes so a bear you're, don't care. But your coworker, they had a gun with them? Yeah, they had a gun with them and they were with their spouse. And um, and one day they were hiking and there was a bear just charging, charging, charging. Well, running or yeah. charging. And it turns out they were running after like a, um, a moose. But they weren't aware of it. So they like started booking away from it. Yeah, no shit. So, yeah. I would have yeah. also been booking away from yeah. it. Yeah, so it's good. you never know what they may be after. I think it's funny because our last Halloween episode, I told a polar bear attack story. Was that the Halloween episode? It was the Halloween episode. I remember that story. So that's funny. No, you didn't. You told a story about a boy who got, they like, I had two beat stories. up a trick a trick Because they were coming home from Halloween party. Oh. Oh, okay. Now I remember. Yes. It's all coming back to me. I apologize for ever that's telling okay. you, Caitlin. That's, a, that's fine. Well. Should I get into my story? I'm super, yeah. Let's. Michelle is kicking it paranormal. I am time. kicking it paranormal. Oh. I have a, a scary story. All right. That, all right. Is it true or false? It's up to you. I know. Scenario. Well, it's like kind of going through it. I'm, of course, convinced that it is true, but I'm pretty easily convinced. <laughs> like, I saw, you know, the Area 51 documentary, and I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, there's aliens in there. Absolutely. Without a doubt. So, I'm already on board. All right. So, you know, kind of take it, take that how you will. All right. Okay. <laughs> Do you believe in ghosts, Debbie? I don't know. I'm not... I know there, there may be something out there that I don't completely understand. Mm-hmm. Have you had any personal experiences with the paranormal? No. No? Mm-hmm. How about you, Caitlin? I have. We should go ghost hunting. I would rather die. <laughs> no. I, <laughs> I do believe in ghosts. I do. Well, you had that crazy story at your grandma's house where you always saw that old woman. There's or... an old lady. I always I always saw as a child. Yes. She's and when you with... see him as a child, I'm sorry. I just feel like they're there. I was like 10, though. So I wasn't like a child child. I remembered that shit. Mm-hmm. I was 12. I was did it doing, scare the crap out of you? Yeah. I was doing a little paint by number, as I did, on the table, and I felt like someone was watching me, and I looked down the hallway, and there's this old lady standing in the bathroom. She didn't live there. Well, she did, but... <laughs> like, not. that lady? <laughs> and we're just staring at each other, and she walks into the bedroom, and I fucking left, and I ran the other way, and I just started freaking out. I'm like, there's someone in the house! There wasn't. What did your grandma do? Because it was at your grandma's house, right? Yeah. She's like... Oh, that lady died in my bedroom. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, wow. Why didn't you say something more scary? Oh, my gosh. And then I saw her again because I thought she was my grandma, so I was following her. And then she disappeared in the kitchen. Like, I was following her into the kitchen, but there was no one there. And I turned around, and my grandma was at the uh, computer behind me. Uh-huh. It was weird. I mean. You're like, wait a I just, minute. Old lady. Mm-hmm. That is weird. It is weird. I, one time when I was living at my last apartment, one night I just woke up and there was this little girl standing at the edge of my bed and I was like, huh, 
And then I just went back to sleep. And that was like the end of it. I wasn't scared. I wasn't concerned. I was like, well, that's weird. I guess I'm going to go back to sleep. And that was the extent of my paranormal. It was probably nothing. I probably was dreaming. So, and there's a lot of dreaming that happens in this story. So shall we, shall we jump in? Sounds good. Tuck in guys, because this is a rather complex and long story. All right. We're ready. I probably don't have all the details, but I think I have the highlights. So, and there's all kinds of videos and pictures and everything that's kind of backs up what he's saying so and you said this may be turning into a movie yeah they okay. are they're making this into a movie so we'll have this okay. i'm gonna have a little refiller on my drink hang on yes let's get let's see yeah tucked in and yeah it's yes. story time guys yes it's story time let's get you filled up okay so this is the story of adam ellis this takes place it starts off on august 17th 2017 Adam is a successful illustrator and writer. He has comics up on BuzzFeed and things. And um, actually the story that I listened to, because I've listened to like numerous variations of this story. Yes. And um, really this one guy, he did all this research um, into Adam's Twitter and everything just to kind of see if he's had like a background of trying to promote paranormal stuff or okay you know has other paranormal incidents in his past and nothing so pretty much all of this is unveiled or i don't know if that's the right word anyway on twitter so this is like an ongoing sort of twitter saga okay. if you will he's, he's like sending updates yeah, so he's happening. tweeting okay. everything that's... So all of his pictures, all of his videos, everything is up on Twitter. Okay. So this is like a recount of all of his and a summary of this like ongoing saga. Right. Those his last over months. Okay. So on... Um, he's got his apartment in Manhattan and everything's all good and blah, blah, blah. Like he's never had any... In- incidents or anything so david or uh, excuse me adam lives there i'm sorry where manhattan Manhattan. okay yeah um so adam lives in his apartment with his two cats so all like sort of the the post that starts us all off on twitter adam writes so my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child and he's trying to kill me Oh. So I was immediately like, ding, ding, ding. Hang oh, on. Oh. This is exciting. <laughs> so Adam suffers from sleep paralysis. And oh. so if you're not aware of what sleep paralysis, and I've actually experienced this a couple mm-hmm. times, and I do not love it, where you're awake or you think you're awake, but you can't, you're aware of everything that's going on around you, but you can't actually move. I don't know. Have you ever had that happen to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it I sucks. Had it, it happened once to me. It, it was terrifying. It tends to happen to me if I take naps in the afternoon. That's interesting. Like, I will know what's going on around me, but mm-hmm. I can't move. And it's very freaky. I was on uh, Molly. I'm just kidding. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, I wasn't. Dang, girl. I wasn't, no. We're going to come just... back to that story. <laughs> no. I have heard that that has happened. And, you know, my parents would say that witches riding it when that happens. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, my God. I that's like a, goosebumps. That's an old, old saying. An old wife's tale is a witch's riding, riding you. you. 
when you can't move. Okay, <laughs> Debbie, this story just got way more scary. Like, but, and then someone has to touch you to wake you up to kind of so you can move. Yeah, no, well, I, it's freaky when you yeah. can't move, but you know what's going on, and, and while you're sleeping, you can't move, and yeah. you're like, and you see stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I remember taking naps in my living room, and you know, it's like I'm watching the TV, and I can like hear people coming mm-hmm. into the house or like the phone ringing or something, but mm-hmm. I can't move. I'm just completely just stuck there. So it's like I'm half awake, half asleep. Mine was I was laying there and I was awake, I thought, and then something was crawling towards me, but I could just see in the corner of my eye, and I couldn't scream, and I couldn't move. I was just paralyzed with this thing coming at me, so it just scared the, oh my god, it was So a witch, a witch was riding you at that point. Oh my god, it was so Uh, terrifying. Yeah, that's terrifying. So yeah, it's like where you wake up, and you can't move, but you can still experience visions and sounds. So one night he woke up in this state of sleep paralysis and he sees this young boy sitting uh, on the rocking chair at the end of his bed. He's got this like green rocking chair and he sees him and um, he can see that his head is all misshapen. Like his head has been sort of dented in on one side. So the next morning he wakes up and he like draws a picture and he posts that on Twitter and he's like, this is the little boy I saw in my sleep paralysis. And I think he just thought it was a dream at that point. Yeah. Um, but the little boy like got up and started walking towards him and then he woke up he's like, <gasps> oh, wow. and he woke up, he woke up screaming just as the little boy was about to crawl onto his bed. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> So he posted a drawing of it on Twitter and was just like, I just experienced a super freaky thing, you know, but that was kind of it. So a few nights later, he had another dream where he was sitting in the library and this little girl walks up to him and she says, you've seen dear David, haven't you? And he's dead. He only appears at midnight. You can ask him two questions if you say dear David first. But never ask him a third question or he'll kill you. <laughs> so, wait, okay, wait. Who the fuck is this little girl coming up? Like, It's just a dream he had. Oh, it's a dream. Yeah, <laughs> so he has a dream. He's hanging out in the library and this little girl comes and is like, oh, you've seen dear David. He's dead. You can ask him two questions, but not a third. Has he seen this little girl before? No. So this is the first time he sees her and apparently it's the last. Spoiler. Oh. <laughs> So Adam awoke completely terrified. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm already not on board with this story. Like I was listening to it and I was like, it's too scary. It's too scary. (laughs) I can't tell it. Um, So a couple nights later, Adam wakes up again in his sleep paralysis state. And there is our little David sitting at the end of his bed in that same green rocking chair. And so he asked the boy, dear David, how did you die? And he replied, an accident in the store. He said, dear David, what happened in the store? A shelf was pushed on my head, which would explain the divot, like the big misshapen, you know, skull that he had. So he asked, who pushed the shelf? That's a third question. Oh, sorry. Dang, Caitlin. That's the third question. It is the third question. So, 
David, dear David, of course, doesn't answer. And so he asks him again. And then he realizes that he has asked him a third question and kind of is freaking out now. So now he like wakes up and he's in a panic. Like, oh shit, I've asked dear David too many questions. So, so, um, months go on where nothing happens. But in the meantime, he does some research. He's trying to Google like a David that, you know, a shelf has been pushed on him or, you know, anything with children and David and he comes up short. He, he can't find anything about this. So he just kind of moves on with his life and he just sort of forgets about it. So he tweets that maybe dear. Oh, and in the meantime, he actually moves from the bottom, um, apartment up a floor to the next apartment. So it's a bigger apartment. It's nicer. So it's an upgrade that people moved out. So he moved in. Not because of Dear David? No. But he's figuring that Dear David has probably lost track of him. Okay. And so that's why he's not worried. So shortly um, after, so he's moved in. It's now been like two months. He's not heard anything. Um, And then all of a sudden, like he's moved into his apartment and it's been... I don't know a week or so and his uh cats start acting very strangely so he's got his two cats if you remember and exactly at midnight they would go to the front door and just start like they would be looking under the door they'd be smelling around it and it happened for four consecutive nights so exactly at midnight the cats would start going crazy at the door Is he awake at midnight? Yeah. So he's just, you know, out and about and like, what the fuck is going on with Mm -hmm. my cats? This is strange. It's creeping me out. But I don't think he's like super weirded out. But of course, he's still tweeting. Right. All this that's happening. And he didn't open the door? No, he was too scared. (laughs) (laughs) No, but he does look through the door at one point and tries to take a picture of what he saw because he looks out the peephole and he sees this like silhouette of like a face looking in at him and so he takes a picture and from the picture if you look at it Uh you can kind of see this sort of faint you can um see some eyes and a mouth um but it's all very very faint and it's through a peephole i mean Uh, so it's kind of um suspect yeah well and i'm just like it's too scary (laughs) uh so the next week after his cats have started acting out uh-huh. very strangely and hitting the door every night at midnight, um, he buys himself a Polaroid camera just to, like, take pictures. You know how they kind of re-release Polaroids and right. you can do them on those little, mini you know, ones. little mini pictures. Yeah. yeah. So he starts taking pictures around his house and he takes a picture of the hallway just outside of his apartment. So, you know, there's a, the, his front door and you open the front door and there's a hallway, um, that leads to the outside. And he took the picture of the hallway and the photo would develop black. And he took another picture of the hallway and the photo developed black. Oh, how weird. And he, you know, and so there's videos of him, like where he's waiting for the photo to develop and it just comes black and black and black. And, so he decides to take a picture with his regular, his iPhone, and he takes a picture. And so he's in his living room. He sort of stepped back, and he takes a picture of the doorway. And he takes a picture, and it's just fine. 
you can see the hallway, you can see everything in it, but then he takes a picture, that same exact picture from the Polaroid, and everything's all lit up except for the doorway is completely black. <gasps> it's so fucking creepy. Whoa. It's like, yeah. So he's just like, uh, I think I'm done playing around with his Polaroid camera for yeah. the rest of my life. Um, so he thought that was kind of weird and, of course, like, tweeted it all. And so that night he had another nightmare. And... Uh, this time, David was dragging him by the arm through this abandoned warehouse. And he wakes up the next morning to discover a giant bruise on his arm. Oh. And so he tried to dismiss it like, I probably had the bruise and then had the dream because of this bruise. But really? <laughs> Is that the case? No. Dear David was dragging him through this warehouse. So the next morning, he goes um, to his normal breakfast spot. He's going to go. Um, there's this, like, warehouse that has um, that he goes to, like, almost every single weekend. That's got, like, food trucks and kind of all these things. So he's going to go get a cup of coffee okay. at this warehouse. And he goes to the warehouse, and the warehouse is abandoned. So the week prior, the weekend before, it was bustling. It was full of business. All these people there. And now it's completely abandoned. And he goes inside because it's like, you know, a big door is open. And he goes inside and the only thing he finds in there is a single green chair. So, I, <laughs> so he's like, okay, that's weird. That's a little bit of a coincidence, but okay. Wait, there's like no sign like out of business. No, or... he can't find any explanation as to why... There is no longer, like, he fully expected his coffee place to be there and everything, and it's all gone. Hmm. So, and he's like, well, that was... That's strange. Kind of weird. So, just after having this dream about this abandoned warehouse. Interesting. So, who knows? Coincidence? Maybe. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) See? So... It's a warehouse, like... Yeah. I know, I mean, it was food trucks, so they probably, probably could have... Like, bye. Yeah, we're done here. I guess we're moving somewhere else. But who knows? Bustling one week, abandoned right after you had a dream about an abandoned warehouse. Who knows? (laughs) Um, So the next night, he started getting these strange phone calls. And it was just, um, what what does it come up? No caller ID. You know, so no caller ID, no caller ID, no caller ID. So finally, he answers after, like, the 15th call or something. He picks it up. And he hears this breathing on the other line. Mm -hmm. And then he hears this very faint childlike voice say, hello, like really quiet. He hung up and he did not pick up any other call after that. They didn't leave a voicemail? No, they sure didn't. Uh, Yeah, because that was probably Dear David calling. You know, anyway. (laughs) So in late August... um, he had started planning a trip to Japan. And um, so now, I mean, this is like, we're into September and things in the story. But back in August, he had already planned to do this trip to Japan. So he bought a... This motion- has been like a year though, right? Because you said it started in October. No, it started in August. And then now it's gone on for like two months. So he eventually goes to Japan in October. So now it's been like so he- three months. Three months he has moved... To the upstairs apartment. Okay. And has had several encounters. So the point is, in his planning to trip this trip to Japan, he buys a motion 
sensitive camera so he can keep an eye on his cats. So he installs it. <laughs> How long is this trip to Japan? I think it's going to end up being like two weeks or something like that. I'm assuming he has a cat sitter because I'm he can't have left his cats there. Really? But I think he checks in on them, but he probably has someone else come. Feed and them feed them and, them and do all that. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with you, Adam? No, I'm just kidding. So he gets a camera and he installs it. So that night he gets this alert of motion. And you see it's because at this point he has moved that green rocking chair that's been at the end of his bed out of his bedroom. He's like, fuck that chair. That's where Dare David likes to sit. We're moving that shit out. And so it's in the living room and he sees, you see the video and it's just that rocking chair. Just rocking. Yeah. Just a little bit. You know? So he's like one camera in the living room? Yeah. Okay. And so it catches the motion of the rocking chair rocking. Ooh. And so he's like, mm, that was creepy. I did not enjoy that. But okay, we're just going to keep on going. So half an hour later, he gets another alert that something else is going on. So you see the on the camera, nothing, nothing, nothing. And then all of a sudden, this decoration, this like tortoise shell decoration that was on his wall just fall. And so it was mm -hmm. up there just fine. And then whew, it's gone under behind a shelf. So okay. that's, that's all there is to it. Uh -huh. You know, maybe it just fell. So all is quiet. Um, but then a week later, his cats start acting hella weird again. They start acting up again at midnight and then again at like three in the morning. And one of them, you see his cat. And again, these are all, you can find these videos like all over. Um, you see his cat sort of just walking along and then is startled and then jumps over something and then goes back to investigate what it has just jumped over. So it's like smelling the air all around this thing that it's just jumped over. But of huh. course there's nothing there. So the cats are just acting weird, hella weird. And, um, let's see. Oh, and then in that same video, you see this jar. It's like Mason jar that's on his coffee table. Yeah. Just kind of slide forward just mm -hmm. a little bit. It's like probably moves like six inches, maybe total. Wow. So he's like freaking out. And then he sees his cat sort of sit up on his hind legs on the couch and is swatting the air and proceeds to swat the air for hours. Whoa. So it's up on his hind legs, swatting the air for like three hours straight. Whoa. <laughs> and he's that's, like, it's a long time. It's a long time. It's fucking weird. He's creeped out. At this point, I think he's just like so scared. He's mm -hmm. like, I probably would have burned the apartment to the ground by yeah. now and been gone, you know, forever. So a week later, he sees a strange video. Um, it's him walking around his apartment. It's been caught by the motion, the yeah. camera. And it's him walking through his apartment, kind of shutting things down, getting everything ready for bed. And he walks past the shelf and heads into the bedroom. And then you see this. I don't know what it is. It's like this brown thing just sort of come off the shelf and fall. And he comes back in the room and he's like, what the fuck? I just heard mm -hmm. something. I mm -hmm. don't know what it is. And then he goes back in and goes to bed. That's okay. the end of it. Mm -hmm. So it's just all these sort of strange videos and okay. everything. But it's like very subtle stuff. Yeah. Something falling. 
something scooching. Yeah, it's table. nothing like so overt, right. but it's just all these little, little things. And you know, for me, it's just like the cat's acting so strange. Fuck that noise. <laughs> like, so at this time, does he think that, oh, dear De- David has found me or? Yeah, he's he... fully convinced okay. that this is dear David. Okay. He's found him in the upstairs apartment. He is, in fact, not lost track of him. Right. Maybe he was just biding his time and it's going to do something even more evil. Who knows? Um, so he heads off to Japan and he spends, I'm not sure, two or three weeks. Glorious time. He goes back to Japan? No, this is the trip that he's planned. Oh, okay. So now we're in October. He's gone to Japan. He's watching his cats. Nothing really strange has gone on. Um, But on the last day when he's in Japan, he's doing some sightseeing. And he comes to this uh, sculpture. And in the sculpture, it's all these people, like, sort of emerging from it the only thing i can think of and this is such a bad analogy is i don't know if you remember in scrooged when death sort of opens his chest and there's all these people like sort of Uh screaming to get out that's what this picture or this sculpture in japan is like oh and he's taking pictures all around it and then he comes around to the other side and there's a little boy with a misshapen head (gasps) in the sculpture and he's just like that was probably a coincidence, but it scared the shit out of me. So that's just his last day of Japan. Uh-huh. He heads home. And once he gets home, all sorts of new stuff starts happening. Okay. So the first thing that happens is the lights in the hallway burn out. It's like two bulbs within a couple days of each other. He doesn't really think anything of it, so he just moves on. But then he has this... Um, like it's a USB light that hooks into his um, TV and so it like sort of backlights or I guess the the back of his computer or the back of his TV so it just makes it you have your TV and it just makes it kind of all lit up so that starts flickering so he unplugs it and it continues to flicker so there's no power going to the tv there's no power going to this usb string of lights but the string of lights is just flickering flickering and flickering so he's already like "Mm, fuck this noise i probably shouldn't have come back from japan yeah (laughs) so and then once again the cat starts gathering at the door at midnight like they had stopped for a while but now they're back okay just investigating the door every single day at midnight Wow. So, and then um, Adam starts to have more bizarre and disturbing dreams. So he experiences um, just dream after dream after dream. So he invites his friend over to do a spiritual cleansing of his apartment. And so they do, I'm I'm assuming they go through and do some sage or I don't Uh know what the fuck. But they did some stuff and actually nothing happened for... Quite a few weeks. So he's like, this is all behind me now. Thank goodness I can relax. I'm sleeping. I'm not having any of these crazy dreams. The cats are acting normal. All is great. But unfortunately, that peace did not last long. Um, One night he was going into the kitchen, getting ready to grab a beer. He grabs it and he looks out and he notices the cats are like looking out the window out towards this other building 
And so he like follows where the cats are looking and he sees someone like looking right back at him into the window. So he like ducks down and like tries to hide. And then he like gets back up and he takes a picture and then he's like trying to steady and takes another picture. And you see the first picture and there's clearly someone standing there. Like... (gasps) You see what it looks like, a little boy with a misshapen head standing there. And then by the time the second picture takes, it's gone. It's gone. Wait, this is from a different building? Like, he was standing in the He was standing on the roof of the next building over. (gasps) And so he's just like, yeah, I know. (laughs) And so... um, Oh, wow. Yeah, so he tries to take the pictures. He got one, and he's like, forget it. So he tweeted at that point, but now I feel like I'm back to square one. I'm sure it was him. He's not going away. I don't know what to do. So he's just fucking at the end of his rope. So soon after, he has another dream about dear David. In his dream, David is sitting at the end of his bed. In the dream, Adam is... uh, is taking pictures. So he dreams that he's taking all these pictures and David is at the end of the bed and then he's at the side of his bed and then he's next to him and then he's on top of him. Oh my god! All the time he's taking all these pictures. And this is his dream. So he wakes up like the next morning. Like he wakes up and he finally kind of comes out of it and he like doesn't think anything of it like other than that was a super shitty dream. But then he looks on his phone and realized that all these pictures have been taken. And sure as shit, there's a silhouette of someone at the at the foot of his bed, next to his bed, and then like like right here, and then like on top of him. Whoa. Oh wow. He is it like a clear photo or is it just like a shadow? It's like a shadow, but it's Clearly, Clearly a person. Uh, like a little boy with his fucking misshapen head. Ugh. And I guess like once he got to the side of his bed, like his eyes started rolling back into his head and all you could see is the whites and you can, there's like pictures of all of it. Holy so, cow. He's like fucking done. Um, so he wakes up in a panic. He sees that all these pictures have been taken and he's just like, God damn it. Um, so then all is quiet again for the next couple days. Um, so except it's like for, a, it's like a big event and then, and then it's like nothing quiet. for a little while, except for he has a few bad dreams. Interesting. Um, and then he starts hearing all these strange noises in his apartment yeah, up in the attic. So lots of bumps, lots of sort of dragging noises, lots of footsteps and things. And he's like, well, now I have to investigate the attic. How does he have an attic in an apartment building? It's like, there's, so he's on the... There's one floor, which where his first apartment was. Yeah. Second floor, second apartment, and then the attic is right above that. Okay. So, um, but to get to the attic, you have to go out of the apartment, and the only, like, it's a crawl space that's very hard to get to. Oh, okay. So, it's very high, so he has to, it has to be either, you can't get into it without a high ladder. Um, so, he's going to go investigate what's okay. going on in the ladder. So there's a video of him doing this. So, and I think I showed you mm-hmm. already. So he takes a big pole and he just sort of gets under the crawl space and so he lifts up the crawl space and something falls on him. And so 
imagine mm-hmm. your fucking panic when you're like, right. I don't want to find anything. And then this thing falls. So he goes and looks at it and it's a little boy's old fashioned leather shoe. So <laughs> it's like essentially from the era that this dear David would be from. So he's like, God damn it. How he hasn't moved. At this point, is well, it doesn't me. sound like it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. It probably would follow him. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not going up there. So he sends the landlord up there. He's like, I think there's an animal living up there or something. So he goes up, and um, the only thing he can find, he finds a single green marble. So, uh-huh. but you'll notice green is kind of following us. So who knows what that this means? Is green. That's interesting. I know. Huh. Green marble, green chair. That's right. So Adam um, is once again plagued with bad dreams. Um, he awoke from one of those dreams. He felt like he had just missed something. So he decided to set up that cam- a camera in his bedroom. So oh. he sets up a camera that's set to set take a picture every minute for the entire night. And so the next morning he wakes up and is going through them. And it's just nothing but him sleeping and so he's just like oh thank god it's nothing yeah and then he comes across a series of photos where it's a little boy on the chair at the end of it and then the little boy is looking right at david and then the little boy sort of sits down and then he's like he disappears like he sort of slunks down off of the chair maybe onto the ground and then it's just pictures of him sleeping 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 and then all of a sudden there's a picture of this little boy right next to the bed and then there's a picture of him right on top of him looking down at David while standing on top of him. And then the last picture is him looking directly at the camera. Oh. And no, no, that no. is where we are with the saga. Really? At this point. Really? That's how it ends? That is how it ends. At this, well, at this point. We'll see. There's probably more because it's an ongoing saga. All right, so, so you can so, follow him on Twitter. Yeah, you can. It's yeah, he's been writing all this out on Twitter. There's a shit ton of videos. I guess it went totally viral. No, but there's pictures of all of this. There's videos of all of it, of his cats acting crazy. We should wow. like maybe take a quick peeker yeah, out of it. Yeah, and yeah, we'll I know. Look at pictures right now. Maybe I'll yeah. do a little bit more research. See if there's more. To it, and we okay. can do a part two yeah. <laughs> on the road. That's That's creepy. Like, it is creepy uh, as like, fuck. I don't think I could sleep by myself after seeing a little boy on top of me. Well, I'm, a little boy, like, I don't know, just near me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So this is, like, a, a thing that has been going on. I think it's been going on for, like, a year or two years now at this point. Um, wow. Like, ah. Uh, my I don't know what I would do. It's still going on. Yeah, I would move. I don't know what I would do. I would get rid of that green chair. I would get anything that's green. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like yeah, there's a connection right. somewhere. Yeah, because if you think about it, that's what fell off the off the wall was that tortoise shell, and that was all green also. So maybe there is something to do with green. That's so weird. Oh, there was another time where he went back to the warehouse. Uh-huh. I think he was going to go look around, and the only thing he found um, was a. Hearst part. Oh. <laughs> why would he go back to the warehouse? Yeah. Well, I think he, I forget why. There was some, there was some reason to it. And he was, oh no, he was just passing by. Because um, it was near his house. It was like two blocks away. And he was passing by and it was open. So he was like, well, I'm just going to go inside and see what's going on. And there was this Hearst part there. 
So. No one inside of it? No one inside, no one around. Ooh. It just was like all abandoned looking and... I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. Dang. No, well, it's freaking freaky. Well, that was a good story, Michelle. And so. we'll get all that... Uh, so he yes. still survived at this point. Well, that's good. At this point. Part one, he does. I know. Well, he did ask that third question. So, he did. Yeah. Moral of the story, only ask Dear David two questions. I wonder Don't. why. Does he have, like, short patience? Apparently. Aww. Little boy who's, like, seven who's like, fuck this guy. I'm done with him. <laughs> but he was dreaming that, though. He I'm was dreaming it. Yeah. But he was dreaming a lot of things that ended up kind of being the case. Ugh. Oh. Spooky. Well, that was a good story. Well, thank you so much, Debbie, for coming on. Well, and we didn't you. even say how we know Debbie Dean. Oh, gosh. Well, we worked together forever. Yep, we did. Forever ago. And she's down for a little reunion trip, so. Yes. yes. It's all very exciting. We're super ha- happy to have you back I, in yes. Oregon. It's so good to see you guys. Aww, this is yes. really, yes. Do you ever think about moving back, or you're like, never? No, I think I'm good. You're good? But I do like yeah. coming to visit. Yeah. The visit and... Oh. I remember <laughs> playing softball. With Debbie. That was fun. Yeah, I do miss playing softball. Yeah. We did not have a great softball team, if not I the, recall. Not in the beginning. <laughs> not in the first five years. So we got better after that. We did. We did. <laughs> we did. We got we did. We won a couple games. I got but one home run and that was it. I was yeah. out. That's what do you mean? Well That was the worst day of my life. Well, again, thank you, Debbie. That was a great story that from your great. home state. And, and thank uh, you for the great drinks. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. I drink really the tasty. shit out of these. Yeah, they're really good. I think I've had like five or six. Yeah, I think at you least. have. Yeah. Plus a couple of the shots of that goddamn Irish cream. Oh, I love you. The ice cream is really good. Isn't it? Oh, we chilled it this time. Yeah, and it's, it was, I think, even better. more delicious yeah. if that was possible. But, <sighs> all right, well, we hope you have a safe and fun Halloween, and, ooh, uh, ooh. that's my spooky, <laughs> ooh, yeah. thank you, Debbie. You don't need to show me up that you can be spookier than I am, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, if you'd like to follow us, we're on Facebook and Instagram at I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now, and if you have your own survival story, you can email us at I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now at gmail.com, and we'll read it on the podcast. Well, uh, thank you again, and we'll see you next time. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Debbie. You're welcome. Thank you. Debbie. Goodbye. Goodbye. I don't think that's how the song goes. No, it's not. I tried. It's okay.